Letter number 12. Dear Naomi and Christina, First off, what's poppin'? How's it going? We have officially reached November. Hmm. Now, November at Wellesley College is a pivotal time. In my case, it's when you realize all, yes, all of your deadlines are a month away. You have 30 days to decide your future, cement your life path, and just try to hold on to the end of a string by your pinky. Okay, that's like a bit a bit exaggerated, but I honestly have 30 days to choose if I want to study abroad, pick where I want to study abroad, pick a major advisor, and put together a track so I actually complete said major. Is any of that close to being done? No. But anyway, I can't believe it's already been three weeks since I last posted which is crazy but I'm also super excited that it's already November because that means we're literally in the last third of the semester like Thanksgiving is three weeks away and then it's December and Christmas and I am so excited to see you guys in December ah we're almost there but it's not too bad I'm really enjoying my time here and I you know love hanging out with my friends and just well, the Wellesley College experience, if you will. I don't know. But last week, you know, I was thinking about this, Christina, because I heard you. I was nodding along like, yeah, men, dirt, dirt bags, unnecessary dust bunnies. But then you were like, let's just put all of us women in one place and boom, world saved. And to, when you got to this point, I was kind of like, hmm, oh, uh, hmm, yo, hmm. I like had to stop headbanging a little bit. Disclaimer, all this dialogue was taking place in my head because crew, roommate, bed early, Anna now late, listening to podcasts late, okay, etc. I mean, your statement's not wrong, and I love going to a women's college. It's a really great experience, and there are a lot of perks, like no men, y'all got the same body parts, so a lot less confusion, and well, a bunch of women in one place equals a ton of crazy shenanigans. But those are stories for another time. It's, I don't know, it's just super empowering to, you know, be surrounded by amazing women all the time and have that network once you, I don't know, once you graduate, which isn't a while, but it's something really special here. Anyway, the dear Wellesley College has some odd traditions, like choosing a major advisor. At this here establishment, one is not assigned a major mentor. No, no, no. You must ask a professor, like literally propose to them. A vow, ring, dramatic entrance, the whole shebang. So I've been contemplating the last couple of weeks about a biology major, major, but not bio, pre-med, MCAT taker. No, no, no. Like ecology, bio, flowers, bees, trees, soils, earth. Just based off my interests, my thought process is find someone who likes plants, find an ecologist, Anna, find your professor partner who is an ecologist. So I'm motivated this past week, ready to take the step, and so I took the preliminary step, a Tinder message, the let's schedule a first date email. Now, as a never in my life Tinder user, my email comes off, well, bland and literally tear-jerking. However, I persist. I email this ecologist who's supposedly super sweet, and Lord Almighty, she responds, fireworks are exploding, I'm feeling good, the world is not against me. 
A couple of days later, I show up for this first date thinking first impression, fresh, first impression, first impression. Ugh, gosh dang it, Anna, just do not let your bland email define you to this lady. I walk in. There is no dramatic interest music. No one is glancing at my sweatshirt and jeans like I'm in a beautiful wedding dress going, oh, she curls up so fast. The aisle walk is too short. It does not exist in this ceremony. Then all of a sudden, I'm there. We shake hands. I sit down and it begins to get a little awkward. See, I've never met this professor professor before, so our union seems to be the equivalent of a 16th century arranged marriage. A bit forced and a tad uncomfortable. Also, my social inabilities are not sh- not helping. I mean, you guys know how shy I am, and I know next to nothing about proposing to a professor or what a good pickup line is for a biology major. Anyway, this very nice professor and I talk about biology, and then very feverishly, I look down and mutter, uh, professor, could you maybe be my major advisor? I mutter, and she says, what child? Let the Lord hear your voice. Could you maybe be my major advisor? I mutter slightly louder. Oh, of course, she says. Relief washes over me. I've done it. I have proposed, but then... However, I don't really know you as a student, so maybe do some more planning and we can meet again. Oh, and there goes the sky falling down. A couple of days go by and I have this realization. I need a professor who knows me. How could I be so stupid? Someone I get along with. Not necessarily an ecologist, just a biologist. And what professor checks all of those boxes? The one and only Michelle Carmel. A stick with glasses who fangirls over mice brains. Yes, what an ecologist she is. But Michelle and I seem pretty tight from my end. I mean, I've had her two semesters now, and we know each other all right. I mean, we're like, I see you over there. We both have rode. We have young teens in our lives who constantly make slime. And well, I don't know, I guess we enjoy biology just some extent but now I need to decide between these two professors and I don't really know what to do I thought Michelle was the the best choice I mean I get along with her she knows me as a student but then I took some time to reassess and I thought oh gosh no if I want to you know need advice for summer internships in ecology or want a thesis I need someone who's in that field and these two women are great scientists but I'm going to have to I'm gonna have to tell one of them that I can't have them be my advisor, which is really hard because I don't know how to... I mean, it was hard enough to propose and then going back and saying I want a divorce. <sighs> but it's going to be... It'll be a life skill, I guess. And it's going to be fine. They're both educator, educators and I know they want the best for me. But I've also been thinking about my major a lot because I'm really loving anthropology Like, I'm only in my second class, but I just love learning about the social and cultural elements. I mean, like, this past week we had a discussion on Halloween. I mean, there is so much about Halloween to unpack. Like, it's pretty much a death ritual. Like, we dress up in costumes to avoid, so our, you know, deceased relatives, like, can't find and scare us. And we give out candy as offerings. And, I mean... We use these supernatural phenomenons or like events to explain the unknown because no one, in, like in reality, no one really knows what happens when we die. And so we use Halloween as 
a way to express that or give it, define it, which I find fascinating. Um, I don't know. And I, it's just, I can't decide if that's what I want to go forward with or not because, well, I don't, being an anthropologist is a lot of work. Like if you want to do modern day field work, it's sometimes going to an unknown place for a long amount of time and being uncomfortable, but learning the culture from the native perspective, which I love, but don't know if I would be able to learn about effectively and then convey what I saw to my my audience. But what I've been doing so far is some research on like the history of agriculture and agriculture's origins and the creation and its correlation to like the creation of cities or neighborhoods. I mean, when hominids started living in sedentary communities, that's when they started growing food and raising domestic crops. And that's how we get these like, you know, you have families coming together and neighbors and altruism and it's just so cool to me to learn about that and I mean obviously I'm a little biased because I have a direct connection to agriculture but if like someone was like okay this is my thing if someone said okay you have one plane ticket where do you want to go you know where I would go Norway and you know what I would study in Norway dairy farms like the history of dairy farming and agriculture in Norway like I want to visit all of the rural communities how those like if those farms still are around the homesteads that are there the history behind them what how they impacted the community I just I find that so fascinating but I I don't know if I my one interest in this topic should define my like undergrad major because biology is a lot of work but I mean if I do a biology major, I can do some do some sciencey research, which is what I did before college. And if I do anthropology, it's definitely a risk, like a step in a direction I haven't really gone before. And plus, it involves a lot more writing, which I want to be good at so bad, but it's it's a difficult task to learn. I mean, I'm so jealous of you two. You guys just like journal or write or just pops onto the page and uh, I'm not to that point I'm really working on it but so I've had a lot of back and forth confidence thoughts these last few weeks but I think whatever happens it will be fine because I'm definitely gonna major or minor in bio or anthropology I just need to see where my interests lie and if biology doesn't seem to work out doesn't seem to click I can always be an anthropology major and a bio minor. Like, that is not going to stop me from getting into grad school or not going to grad school or doing some kind of fascinating job. I mean, oh, there's this thing at, you know, being at a women's college like Wellesley where you have all these amazing alumni, alumni like Hillary Clinton or Madeleine Albright. And those people are so inspiring and wonderful role models. But in reality, I mean, not everyone here is going to be secretary of state or, you know, run for president. It's just not feasible. And that's not how society works. I mean, we all have a function and the power is unfortunately always going to reside with some and not with others. 
uh, I don't know, in ca- overarching capitalism. Can't we just bring capitalism into every conversation nowadays? But anyway, there's kind of a weird, you know, stigma here about just, I mean, no one talks about some, you know, someone who graduates from Wellesley and just has a normal job, like being a yoga instructor or just (laughs) getting by day to day. I mean, it just seems like you have to strive to do the best and the greatest. And I want to, but at this level, it's really hard to so few people are the best and the greatest and that's something I really struggle with is not defining my place as maybe in the middle or more normal but accepting that that's okay and I'm I mean I'm gonna turn out fine and whatever I do will be amazing and hopefully something I love if I if there's something I love being good at that's what I have to go with And if that's not being president, secretary of state, some world-renowned activist, it doesn't matter because it will be what makes me happy. And so I really hope you two are thinking about that too. I mean, you both seem on way better tracks. Like, know your majors, definitely into your majors. So I don't know if you need need that advice, but there's just... You know, no one really hears the normal people's stories all the time. And I don't know how to define normal in this case because that's a whole nother story. But, I mean, yeah. Anyway. Naomi, I am so freaking excited to hang out in the light booth in January. Like, count me in. I'm down. I will be there anytime, any hour of the night or, or day 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 um oh so fun up there and I'm really glad to hear you're doing so well still I mean I don't know how your RA life is going or like friendships exactly but having a relationship with professors or being able to is really cool I mean they're amazing people like wherever you are they have done crazy research and getting to know them is so fun like I, man, I, I love talking to professors and I don't think I have the connection that you do with some of them, but I've definitely talked to them about some pretty deep stuff and they always have the best advice and it's super fun when they can share that with you and, you know, just open up a ton of possibilities. But I also really want to be able to see a play you're working on or, like, what you're doing. I hope you have, like, maybe one picture on the wall. Maybe one. Maybe not. Um, Hoping to visit this winter just to, like, confirm. But you know what? No clutter equals an organized life. So, right now I have lots of clutter and maybe not as organized as I could be. I get your philosophy. Um, Christina loved your rant about men and women. I really think you have a passion there. I think this, you know, like defining what our, maybe not defining our, what our roles are, but breaking all the, down all those barriers about what women and men should or should not be. I mean, that's something super cool to look at and study, but yeah. And whatever you decide to do with your major, like you got it. I think you just got it. I have all the confidence in you. Um, but on the last note, like, super excited for December again. Just putting it out there. 
Um, as far as the Christmas party goes, I mean, what about a croquembouche? Boosh. Croquembouche? It's like this tower of cream puffs held together with caramel. It's French. Look it up. It was on the Great British Baking Show. Other than that, I have not done a lot of research. I don't know if we should go savory or sweet. I'm really thinking sweet. Maybe a giant gingerbread house? I don't know. But ultimately, whatever we decide, we need to keep it on the DL because has to be a surprise and it must be a sleepover like I don't care what you two are doing like if you have to work you will bring work if you have to sleep you will sleep there if you are sick you will be sick while we make it you just won't touch anything Ugh, it just needs to work and like man what a cool tradition I mean even I mean there's gonna be times when not all of us can make it back for friends miss or any of that but it's the thought that counts and just the fact that we can keep it going as long as we can and do it with as many people as we can. So I'll keep that on the brain, food, watch maybe some Great British Baking Show or try to. Um, but I really miss you guys still. I'm doing all right, but can't wait to talk to you soon and plan out our Christmas extravaganza. So talk to you soon, Anna.